Hey gamers, this is Nicole Wakelin with the Geek Moms Podcast, and you are listening to The Ladies of Leet. Welcome back to Ladies Elite for November 4th, 2012. This is episode 59, and this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I'm Kim. And I'm Stephanie. And we're back. We had a little bit of delay. We had some birthdays. Uh, Mateo turned one. I know. I can't believe it. It does not seem like a year ago. Seriously, it seems like he still should be a little tiny baby. Yeah, he's still (laughs) tiny. He had his his 12-month shots, and we're dealing with some sleep problems and naps Uh. and screaming. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I feel for you. I've been there. I and I'll, all I can think is, holy crap! I'm glad I'm not. There <laughs> and I feel bad for. I know, that. I know. It's it's always uh yeah. I oh gosh, I have a greater appreciation for parents big time now. So well, we're not here to talk about that. We're actually here to talk about the games we played in the last eh, three weeks now, two yeah. weeks, something like that. So we so have on the plate, we have, uh, of course, Borderlands 2 and that awesome <laughs> DLC, um, Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, we have some Civ 5. We have a lot of portable games. So Kim's been playing the heck out of her Vita, which I can't wait to hear what she thinks about Little Big Planet and Uncharted. <laughs> um, and then we also have some Skyrim Dawn Guard report from Stephanie. Yeah. And a few uh, bargain buys with iPhone games and whatnot. And some internet news and things like that. All, this, all the fun stuff, right? Ah, oh, yes. All right, so we don't really have a specific game that we're talking about on this episode, um, but I, the, the new game that is out that came out on Tuesday uh, was Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out for the Xbox and the PS3, and there's a, about a two-week delay on the PC version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm holding off for weird, that. isn't it? I know. The it delay? Kind of really irritated me, yeah, the I delay. Wonder- I have to wonder if that's like the agreement with the console, like you have to wait this amount of time until you release it on PC, or if it's just a delay in the port cycle. I don't know. What do yeah, you th- this could be either, I think. Um, I'm sure they have those type of agreements that they do with some games on yeah. um, PC or the console versus PC. Um, mm-hmm. But also, you know, it's a different platform. They may have had problems with it and they didn't get it to the manufacturer on time. You know, well, I mean, can, there's different I can tell you the PS3 version is a little buggy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like a cut scene where it's in the very beginning where you're talking to the captain of the ship and mm-hmm. your, your mouth is moving, but his isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got to be weird. It was so weird. I'm like, it kind of took me out mind. of the game. It totally took me out of the game. Like, Huh? <laughs> and I've heard it's it's got a lot of cutscenes. It's a little yeah. boring at first. It's totally I boring see- at first. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even know like what the heck was going on. Like, mm-hmm. was I playing the the main character? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had to go to Wikipedia <laughs> to figure out. Like, this wow. is the, the statue of the the guy that I have on my shelf now that I'm playing. And you actually play the main character's father. Um, Haytham, 
for quite a bit, quite a bit of time yeah. before you get oh. to the real assassin, which is his son Connor. And you, right. of course, still play Desmond. You're still in the present day um, within within the game as well. Um, so yeah, I was a little. The problem with this game is it's it's open world. You explore everything. So I'm killing a ton of time with this Hatham character going <laughs> over here. I'm thinking I need to explore the world, right? I'm in Assassin's Creed. I need to look around for you know feathers and crap. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. I honestly, had I known, I just would have kind of beelined for the for the uh, the the quests or whatever. Uh, so is it the same working. kind of mechanics that you're doing, the jumping yeah. and running and mm-hmm. all of that? Okay. Yeah. I probably won't play the this gun, game. The oh. gun? So one of the first missions you do, you have to shoot some people. And the gun, I'm having a hard time with it. I'm like, what the hell? I'm hitting buttons. And I'm like, I remember this being easier than the other ones. <laughs> like, it doesn't tell you anything. And it's like you have to aim and lock on. And then hit the button. Either way, the gun is stupid. <laughs> stupid game. Yeah, yeah those are not what you think of when you think of Assassin's Creed. No, that's not what you think of. But you are in. You know, you're. You go to the colonies. That's your objective. Mm-hmm. You are going to the colonies, and then you're you're picking up this quest line to kind of set the backstory of the main character Connor and kind of what his dealings are with, you know. I guess the order um, and how all that works. So, so I, how does it feel compared to like, um, you know, because the ones in Italy and stuff, yeah. those are that had such a cool oh, feel know. to it. This doesn't seem like as cool. It feels dirty at first. <laughs> I don't know. It's well, like, you know, it's supposed to feel that way, right? It's a new. You're in Boston, and just things are just starting to be built up and. Mm-hmm. You can tell there's corruption, and uh, here's the problem. I've only, I've, I feel like I've, I haven't given an, a fair shot yet. Like my first instinct is, this is boring. I'm kind of, mm, it's not grabbing me. Like, like you were saying, the cutscenes are really long, and I'm, there's like things that would happen with the cutscenes. I'm like, yep, that's a ship. What was, the, what was the point of that? I don't know, but I'm sitting here and I only have so much time to play these games. So I feel yeah. like I'm just wasting a lot of time until well, I get into the actual game. I know that they, with this particular game, the developers have taken great pride in the fact that you're going to meet real historical people yeah. and they will oh, yeah. die in the real place that they were meant to die. Well, um, Ben Franklin. I've read people that have accidentally killed George Washington. <laughs> Because <laughs> they didn't know who he was, <laughs> and <laughs> resync, you know, because gotcha. hey, you weren't supposed to kill George yeah, Washington, yeah. you know. Well, so, you meet um, Ben Franklin, like Haytham, uh, the father meets Ben Franklin right in the very beginning, and and one of the quests is to pick up his stupid pages of his um, what what is it? Um, not the almanac. Well, anyway, you pick up lost pages, and it's annoying because the birds like float the pages away and you go and you try and I'm like, I can't get the damn page. <laughs> so I was like, uh, ignore that one. <laughs> hey, don't get your pages for your book. Sorry. <laughs> so I guess when you have limited time, like you do finding good games mm. is like essential. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't, you don't have time to play crappy games for a while. You know, it's, it's like 
do or die in the beginning. Okay, yeah. you know. Because clearly I have that. the time because I, I dropped 130 hours into Borderlands 2. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but how much of that was on the pause screen? <laughs> maybe maybe about, honestly, about eight there of those you go. hours. So, um, but still... Anything over 100. Is, you can jump in, in and out. Yeah. I won't tell you how many hours I'm up to in Skyrim. Uh, you can just jump in and out, pick a quest, and just go. Maybe I should do Skyrim uh, next. That's 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 just awesome. But, but this, that, No, I'm saying it for Borderlands. Oh, that's for why Borderlands. it's yeah, so yeah. appealing. Yeah, yeah. With, with the Assassin's Creed, they're trying to give you the background yeah, of all the different yeah. games that have come out. And, and that just gets really heavy at the beginning. Because you're like, what am I doing and why do I even care about these things? And then they try and give you the backstory yeah. and it just... If you're not into it, if you're not they did it, do a nice summary. it's going to be boring. They really did do a nice summary of, like, Assassin's Creed 1, 2, and kind of mm-hmm. the other point five, point eight. I don't know. Yeah, the what Brotherhood. Yeah, the Brotherhood <laughs> one. They did a nice yeah. summary of that and kind of ca- caught you up to speed. But I just, uh, I've, as a, even playing while you're Desmond and that whole, um, I felt like I might have missed something by skipping revelations. Oh, um, right. Because I, I have the game. I just I hadn't had the time to play it um, before 3 came out. Um, and I feel like I might have missed something. I'm sure I did, but like usually games kind of make you feel a little bit better about missing those games. <laughs> yeah, is it that important that you have to play know. games in order? That, that doesn't seem yeah. like a good plan to me. If well, you miss one game... In this one... There's an overarching storyline yes. that that yeah. that has to do with a certain date, which is actually this year. Yeah, it's 12, the 12, infamous 12. December twenty first, twenty twelve. Right. Right. So this big event is supposed to happen, and he's trying to stop it. So that brings up the question of how do you continue this story after twelve twelve after this date <laughs> after December twenty first, twenty twelve? That's kind of they're going to have to yeah. go completely different. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, twelve twelve twelve. That's like. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks. 12, 21, 12, yeah. There's no way I'm going to finish this game in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, December. Sorry, I was thinking it's November. So, yeah, we got another – I got another month. I still am not going to yep. finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> but this game also still has the multiplayer, which was implemented in um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Which, which we enjoyed. Oh, my gosh. I love so the multiplayer. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to try this one out. I am assuming it's it's similar. There is a new co-op kind of mode called Wolf Pack that allows you to form up teams up to four players and work collectively to eliminate NPC targets. So that's kind of, you know, that's cool. Because yeah. usually I, it was I, like I you just... trying to kill each other. <laughs> yeah, really. It was so, you against yeah, players. yeah. I kind of like the idea of a co-op and then let's go get the NPC kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that apparently there are like 25 waves to complete and they get harder and harder as you go through that. So I'm looking forward to the multiplayer and I'm just going to have to stick out. I, I at least need to get to Connor. I mean, hello, yeah. he's the assassin. And I think that's what I'm missing that the other games had where you were, you got a sense of brotherhood. You're in a guild. You knew that this was the order and you just had that kind of, I don't know, group mentality. I don't know what, what it is, but it, it definitely isn't in the beginning. I feel like this Hatham <laughs> guy is just kind of on his own. He's a badass, but yeah, you know, he's totally badass. Yeah, yeah, but he 
isn't part of the guild. He isn't part of the order. So I'm looking forward to actually getting into the Assassin's Creed part of it, which I right. don't feel like I am. And maybe he is. Maybe that's his secret. I don't know. So <laughs> and, and like you said, meeting all the historical fi- fi- figures. Here's some of the ones that are sp- apparently in the game. George Washington, of course, we said, and Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, Charles Lee, Paul Revere. Um, let's see, William Prescott, Sam, Samuel Adams, not the beer. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, mm, some summer wheat. <laughs> so, and apparently the story spans uh, 30 years of Connor's life from 1753 to 1783. Uh, and you go to Boston and New York, or those are the two cities that you'll be exploring. And of course, um, uh, a Mohawk village that is part of the storyline, which I won't tell you about. But it is part of the storyline. Oh, <laughs> and I, apparently we can go to Philadelphia oh, yeah. oh, at sure. one point in the game, too. So when you're talking about, you know, the the early years of America, yeah. there's there's pretty much only a handful of big cities. You got yeah. Boston, you got Philadelphia. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So are, <laughs> are you planning on playing this on both on the PC? Yes. Oh, you're holding out for me. So you got a got a couple... It's, what is it? The What's the release date on the PC? Do, 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 the do, do, do. 20th, I believe. The 20th. So you still got a little ways to wait. So I'm sure. I'm probably not going to play this. You're game. not? <laughs> well, I, didn't I remember you not liking the, them either. Yeah. yeah. I didn't enjoy Assassin's Creed. The other ones, I I sort of liked them, but yeah. not enough that, you know, I, I still haven't even finished Borderlands because of oh! crap. So, yeah. you know, I have to do that. I want to yes. get back. Skyrim, you know, yeah. these are mm-hmm. I have so many games to catch up on because I've been, you know, on the road again. Yeah, I remember so, you not uh, liking Assassin's Creed. Honestly, I would for you I would say skip this one. Yeah. Yeah, I probably go will. on YouTube and find out the cutscenes. <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna know Keep the story. Yeah. So um speaking of Borderlands, the DLC um dropped, which is called what's it called? Scar Captain, Captain Scarlet and her Scar- pirates and her pirates booty. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> so um you can play this DLC. Uh if you are level seven or fifteen or higher, and it scales to your level, right? So, um, I finished the Borderlands two kind of story quest storyline. I think I was like level thirty two or so, something like that. Um, and then the DLC came out a couple days later. Uh, once you finish the game, you can go into this Vault Hunter mode mm-hmm. and continue to level, um, and. Or you could just go back in normal mode. So um, I'm going to tell this story, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. So the, the, let's just say the, the DLC is fun. They introduce a yes. new vehicle, which honestly should have been in the main game. It's a uh, sand surfer. Sand oh. It is awesome. so much cool. fun. <laughs> it should have been in the main game. I don't know why it wasn't in the main game. Well, anyway, you can you and you get to you get access to it like immediately, mm-hmm. um, and you also uh, interact with the the main character in the town, Shade, who reminds me of of the uh, character Hunter f- Thompson. Yes, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, so, he's so based on him. <laughs> he's yeah. weird. Of who? Hunter S. Thompson, the writer from. Uh, they did a. There was a movie. What was the movie called? Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the Johnny mm-hmm. Depp character. Yeah. 
Did you okay. did you see that the movie? The sunglasses, <laughs> no. and the, the sunglasses, yeah. and the you know the. He's crazy. Yeah, he is crazy. So uh, okay. oh, we should tell you how to get there, right? So yeah, um, it appears on your travel uh, station as Oasis, and that's it. It's not. No one comes up to you and says, "Hey, you should go check this out," or you know, nobody comes up and there's no quest that points you there. You just find it. And go there. And it's, it says Oasis. And then as soon as you transport there, there's a cutscene that explains kind the of backstory what, yeah. of the area and, the, and this treasure. And then that's when you go into town and you, and you meet Shade. So that's, that's how you get there. If you're looking for how – I have this DLC and I don't know how to get there. It's called Oasis yep. on, your, on your travel. On your map. And uh, so you're going to go through a number of different quests. And um, did you find them hard at first? Did you find it a little hard? Well, okay, so I should say that when I did it, I was uh, I was in normal mode, yep. and I was already level thirty seven. So I cut through it like like Swiss cheese. It was uh, like nothing. See, I, I went into it, it. I went yeah. into it as um, Vault Hunter mode because I wanted to keep leveling. Because when you do complete the game, there's a, a final quest that you really can't <laughs> even attempt. You have to seriously be fifty. <laughs> yes. and you need a group of friends who are also fifty. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep leveling. I'm going to take this opportunity <laughs> to level. And I went in, and I'm like, ooh, this is kind of hard. So yeah. um, I did get through all of the content by myself mm-hmm. on Vault Hunter mode until the very last boss. Oh, he was rough. And the very last boss um, is called Leviathan, and you'll f- and it's part of the whole treasure quest. And so I'm, I, I tried, I think, probably five different times to beat it. And I just couldn't. And so I was like, ah, oh, you know, I was done. And I was talking to Steph and, she, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't beat this. She's like, oh, I beat it twice. Let's go. Yeah. I'm like, really? You beat it twice? There must be something. I don't know. So we both go in. And by the fifth time Stephanie died and I revived her, she goes, are you playing this on Vault Hunter? And I'm like, yeah, yeah didn't you? <laughs> But we did we did beat it. We did beat it. Yeah. And then I I I've got to say that treasure room oh, makes yeah. the whole thing worth it. The treasure Seriously. room is awesome. You and what's even cooler that is that you can you can play it again. So you'll yes. you go to the you go to the main town oasis and on the board they'll say do you want to do this again? Yes. And so you yes. can you can find them again. Do you, can you find them a third time? I think if you go there yourself you can. Gotcha. Um, cuz it's just a matter of going uh the whole thing is about the lighthouse. Yeah. Um, but the, um, oh no, you actually have to trigger the Leviathan, right? Yeah, that's, that's the deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, the reason why I didn't do it on true Vault Hunter mode, which is, which is the one that they let you do is when you switch your character to true Vault Hunter mode, it resets everything. You're back yeah. to not your level, obviously your level all is your, still in your thirties, but all the waypoints that you have on your travel station are gone. And you're literally yeah. starting the game all over again. Yeah. And you have to do every single quest again. It's so brutal. I had started that, but I didn't want to do that with mm-hmm. the DLC. I tried to do – so I, I did that. And, of course, um, I've been trying to get back to Sanctuary. <laughs> yes. So you're like, dang. I, I Sanctuary again. So the first time around <laughs> killing um, What's-His-Face on the ship, um, trying to get Claptrap ship. Um, I can't remember his name. He's hard the second time through. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. It's he's totally Flint different. Or... Flint. Yeah, yeah, Flint. He's really, yeah, he, really hard. Yeah, he really hard. stupid minions run around. Yeah, oh. yeah. 
I had so Ooh. much money in the beginning. Now I don't really have any money because I keep dying. <laughs> I still have too much money, so it costs a lot when I die. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so I've learned not to pick up stuff anymore just to sell it for money because it's, it's useless. Uh, and here's the thing about the DLC. Even if you haven't finished the game, Borderlands 2, mm-hmm. get it. It's great. Oh, yes. Great storylines. So fun. Great. Just it's just fun. If you're get a get a character up to level fifteen and go to Oasis, it's it's a lot of I'm, fun. I'm leveling my Mecromancer in the DLC oh, rather cool. than the regular one. Yeah. Because she's like twenty. She, yeah. Eight, she has that death trap thing. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> um th- I will say that there was one that character that every time he came up to to fight an NPC, I just, I ran the other way. It's that cursed pirate. <gasps> yes! I, I hated him. that thing. Because <laughs> so it would tough. hit you and take all of your health and then he'd get it. Yes. Oh, I hated that thing. And the um, the ninja pirate, have you seen him too? Yeah, oh, he would he's disappear. Yeah, yeah. He'll disappear and stab you in the back. You're like, whoa! Stupid cursed pirate. <laughs> but you do get, um, Kim, are you there? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I just, I haven't played, so I'm oh. sad here. <laughs> we're, not, we're not giving you any spoilers, right? We don't want to do that. No, I just want to okay. entice I'm you not. to play the game. <laughs> exactly, no, exactly. Sorry. But yeah, DLC, first DLC, amazing. I love mm-hmm. it. I can't wait for the rest. I heard um, the second one was leaked. Yes. Did they you- have talked about it. Um, and the reason that, the, that, that they found it is um, somebody found the achievements listed for That's the PS3. Right. That's right. Uh, so they believe that it's called Mr. Torg, T-O-R-G-U-E, uh, which is a gun manufacturer. Mr. Torg's Campaign of Carnage. Nice. <laughs> so uh, there's three achievements that were listed in the, in the P- PS3. Um, completing a yeah. mission, collecting all the side missions, and then... Collecting 10 pictures of Moxie, which I find uh-huh. hysterical because everyone talks about Moxie. Like when you're when you're going through yeah. this game, yeah. in the regular game and the DLC, everyone's like, did, uh, did Moxie say anything about me? <laughs> <laughs> I've had several NPCs ask me that and I'm all like, dang, that girl gets around. She does. <laughs> I love how clever um, Gearbox is. I mean, they have some clever writers and they've got such a yes. sense of humor, you know. They did a great job. I love it. Love 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 it. And they gave out, um, if you're not following Gearbox's Twitter um, and you play Warlords, you really should be because they they give out shift codes, not just for Golden Keys, but they also give out shift codes for um, skins for the characters themselves. So they, it's going to expire today, but they gave out some costumes for Halloween um, for the characters. So they look like a bumblebee, basically. Yeah. <laughs> black and yellow. Yeah, black and yellow. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. So I'm, I'm, cu- I'm actually uh, curious and eager to see what they do for the holidays, like Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas time. So it should be fun. Anything uh, with black would be fine with me. Yeah, I'm me too. Um, let's see. What else we got? So, Steph, you finished uh, Dawn Guard? And Hearthfire. So I guess was Hearthfire a second DLC that came out for Skyrim, or was it the first one? I, I'm I don't play Skyrim. Dongar's so. the first one, right? Dongar was the first, and Stephanie, that's your cue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we lost Stephanie. <laughs> oh no. We'll go back to we'll go back to you, Kim, because you've been very quiet. Because I know you've been playing your Vita a lot. 
So I, I, I need have. to know what you've been playing and and tell me all about it. Ooh, okay, so, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> you've lost your turn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go for it. Oh, sucks to be you. <laughs> no. um, so yeah, I got a Vita, and I have to give um, out big shout outs to our friend Ralph, who helped me get this Vita for a very low price. Oh, awesome! So, yeah, he, I probably wouldn't have gotten one yet because it, I was still like. And that's still too expensive yeah. for me, you know, so I didn't want to do it. But basically, I got um, the two games and the Vita for like $200. Nice. So, yeah, he, well, he I, really hooked I me saw up. your, your um, tweet on, you know, how much space should you get? I'm like, as much as you possibly can. <laughs> so I went to the store and it was like $75 for a 16 gig and $129 for... 32 gig. And I was like, holy crap. Oh, wow. That's ridiculous. I only paid $200 for yeah. everything. So I went to what uh, EB Games and they had some used ones. And so I got a four gig one just, just to get me started. Yeah. Just so I. That's what I four, have. For five bucks. So I was like, you know, for five bucks, I can just, you know, I'm just going to get that and start me out. Um, so I did that. So I was like, okay, good. I will get a bigger one, definitely, because I want to download my games, you know, from my PlayStation mm-hmm. network. But um, so I started playing Little Big Planet first. Oh, yeah. I love it. Isn't it, it great? Is, it is so great. They And they use the Vita perfectly for it. The back and the, the front mm-hmm. touch and... And the front touch, I, I really like the way it works with Little Big Planet. Yeah. And all the controls are very good on it. It's smooth. It's so it's the same experience you get on your PlayStation, but on your Vita, on your handheld. Mm-hmm. And you know, using the back for what they use it for, it's perfect. And it doesn't feel gimmicky. It feels like it just flows perfectly in like there. Like it should be there. Like it's exactly. really good implementation. Yeah, like, it, you know, oh, of course I would do that, you know? <laughs> Those blocks out on the back. It's like, yeah, duh, of course, you know, that that works perfectly. So I, I loved it, and I thought, well, okay, well I'm going to go ahead and try my Uncharted. It felt totally gimmicky. <laughs> yeah, I got through that game, um, but not with a little grumble here and there. Yeah. I mean, I had so, fun. It takes it takes a lot. Like like with Little Big Planet too, you just ease into it. The story's great. The controls are great. It just all flows. It makes sense. But with with Uncharted, it it took me a while to work into it, and it was kind of one of. It felt like a pair of shoes that I hadn't broken in yet. You know. Yeah, it really does. And so I probably should have flipped it. I should have played Uncharted first. Yeah. Um, and then and then played Little Big Planet because. It totally ruined Set me. Set the wrong for expectations for you, didn't it? It did. Yeah. It did. So, I mean, Uncharted is still fun, and it's still Nathan Drake, and there's still, you know. It's a great story. The- I will give him that. Yeah. 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 But the, it's gimmicky, and I haven't actually used any of those, you know, the, the touch stuff that they're doing. And I'm like, okay, this is. This yeah, because just- they want you to, like, take your finger and, like, when he's crawling on, like, rocks, and you can zigzag them. And I, yeah. I did it once, and I was like. No, and I just use the the controllers from then on. Yeah, out. and it's silly. It doesn't it doesn't fit really well. And it's like they were like, "Hey, we've got this 
real estate to use and these tools to use, let's use them instead of saying, hey, the story could really, it could do this and use it this way. It's like they said, hey, we've got these tools, fit them in. Did you get to the point in Uncharted where you find like um, uh, something on the wall and you can basically uh, take your charcoal and, and do an imprint of it on paper. Yeah, yeah. So silly. So, I'm so silly. I'm like, what am I doing? Well, so that felt like something that, I mean, because we've been doing that in games for ages, yeah. you know, wiping away something, you know, normally with your mouse. But I was like, I think we were taking um, like, yeah, um, imprints of mm-hmm. symbols or something. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, you, and then you have to put them together. And, yeah. yeah, it just, it felt so gimmicky. Yeah. So. I didn't. I didn't really like that. But Little Big Planet, awesome. And I haven't downloaded any of my games yet from PlayStation that I have available to download. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm kind of disappointed that things like Journey and Fat Princess aren't available. Yeah, though. me too. I don't know if they should be available. They should be. A lot of the games that you play on PlayStation Three should be on the Vita. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the the plus games that I had was this little flying hamster. I'm like, really? This is this is on it? <laughs> I'm like, okay, but you know, Journey's not. Oh, all right, well. Yeah, so. and I would think I think you know, just thinking about it, um, Death Bank, um, Journey, mm-hmm. Little or um, Fat, Fat Princess, Princess, all of those would work very well on the Vita. Yeah. Even though you know some of the the Fat Princess, you couldn't play online probably as much as you would on your PlayStation, but you can play um, campaign mode on it. So, yeah, I'm a little disappointed in just the availability. I don't know if it's the fact that they need to figure out a port to the Vita or if they have to redo some stuff and they're just trying to catch up with the games. I don't know. Um, Yeah, or maybe they just don't want to go back and redo those games. Yeah, and report them. I I will say this. You now have the ability when you buy a game that is um, typically, of course, if it's owned by um, Sony, you can do a cross-play. So you can you buy it once, you can play it on the Vita, and you can play it on PS3. So okay, well, there's that's a, nice. There, there are how certain... many of those are there? Exactly. That's, that's the problem. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I was looking at the, the number of games, and... I, honestly, there's a lot of fighting games, a lot of fighting games, and a lot mm. of um, driving games. You know, Assassin's like, Creed has a new one on the Vita. <laughs> I haven't yeah. played it yet. I hear it's really good. <laughs> it's reviewing really well. You play a female assassin. Ooh. I did. I did see that one, but again, I've I've never been a fan of the yeah. Assassin's Creed, so I'm well, like, I'll, yeah. I'll play. It. I know I'll play it, so I'll play it, and I'll tell you how it is next time. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I do. The Vita feels really good. Um, I I like how um, the layout is. The the buttons mm-hmm. all work well. You know, it felt good in my hands. So I was happy with that. I haven't really got into any of the extra things they have on it right now. Mostly because I'm in a ho- I've been in a hotel room for four weeks, so I don't my internet. Um, I can't get my hotel internet on it. Mm. So. Gotcha. It's just been kind of a standalone mm. system. You so need that's... to download um, when Blob attacks or the Blob game. I can't remember. It's a, you'll Blob. Look for it. Is that one? It's a great one. You'll love okay. it. So I'll get that when I get when I finally get out of this hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
feet, but still, it's I'm I'm, and I don't mean to call Perth a hellhole because it's not Perth, Boston City. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get angry. You just want to be home. That's all. Yeah. 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 So, what is this uh, fighting fantasy book that you have okay, listed? So those books, um, the your choose your own adventure yeah, books. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know we all read them, and we probably yeah. all love. Them. No, I you know, dog-eared the crap out of those things. <laughs> so it's, it's really a, um, a choose-your-own-adventure game. But this one in particular is you're fighting zombies at the same time. So you wake up, you're in a dungeon, and first you have to escape the dungeon. And then as you're choosing your own adventure, you run into zombies. Is this, a, is this a game or a book? It's both. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it's a choose-your-own-adventure book um, with fighting in it. So Ooh. you actually – and you roll the dice. So it's like a D&D. Wait, it's not an app. Yeah, it's oh, an app. Oh, it's a, <laughs> I'm so really confused. <laughs> it's an app that's a game and a book. <laughs> oh, it's for the iPad. Okay, good. <laughs> a kind of D&D type game where you roll the dice to see how many zombies you killed – and you can choose your weapon, and you can choose different types of combat that you want to oh, do. Cool. So, you know, it's getting through all of that. And there's three modes that you can play on. You can play on free mode, which pretty much allows you to do anything. You can go back as far as you want. You have unlimited life or health, things like that. Um, then there's like, uh, I guess, probably normal mode is what they call it, mm-hmm. is you have to have your health packs. So you can only um, get... You, your health can only go up with health packs, and you can't just go back in the book, you know, go back, 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 back. You have to bookmark pages and then go back to only those bookmarks that you have saved. So it makes it a little harder. And then you have, like, uh, you know, rage mode or something where I, I think I made it through, like, two zombie attacks and I was dead. And I never, <laughs> I never got that one at all. So it's a, if you like those type of books with the D&D spin on it, it, it was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And it's made by um, a company in Melbourne, Australia called Ten Man Games. And I actually met the developer. Or, um, yeah, he's the lead developer on this. Oh, cool. um, really nice guy. And he's actually, I think he's from the U.S. Um, and he came over here to Melbourne to play or to help develop this. But they've got a whole line of these Choose Your Own Adventure books. Um, I haven't, this is the only one I've checked out so far, but they have quite a few of them. So they, it's a lot of fun. And if you like those kind of things, it's, the story is okay. It's not the best (laughs) in the world, but you don't really expect that from this type of thing. So cool. It's called fighting fantasy book, colon, blood of the zombies and letterpress. (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that, is that really it? (laughs) Or did you say and letterpress? I played. So letterpress is a whole different game. Okay, good. Because I thought blood of the zombies and letterpress. I'm not sure what that means, but whatever. (laughs) That's how you get the blood out of the zombies with letterpress, right? Squish. There it goes. (laughs) Okay, so tell me what letterpress is. So Letterpress is one of those um, multiplayer games that it's a take your turn. And at first, I had 
no idea what I was doing in this game because the instructions are horrible. So, you know, you're, you're making words. So you have a block of letters that I uh, think it's like a six by six block of letters. And you just randomly, you can choose letters and make words. And you can't repeat the words and then the next person's turn. So I couldn't figure out, and it mine turned my color, and when the other person comes back, it turns other colors. And then I started noticing, well, some blocks are darker than other blocks. And the, the system, the, um, the scoring system, I was like, I don't understand this at all because I, was, I didn't understand why sometimes I got more points than other times, or if I made these really long words... Some of the short words would be, you know, more points and things like that. Mm-hmm. So finally, I figured the stupid thing out. You've got a <laughs> letter. So if you... If you should write their so doc write, for them. <laughs> <laughs> I started searching for the instructions. And even the instructions, I'm like, huh? <laughs> when you write your review of this game, write the uh, instructions to it. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> what you have to do is you are blocking in your own letters. So if you have a word and it surrounds a letter that you've already used, mm-hmm. then that one turns that one's locked into you until somebody tries to unlock it. Uh, so it's gotcha. Fighting for letters game and mm-hmm. uh, try to get more letters blocked off in your color than the other person has. So That's is it free or is, did you pay for that? Free. Oh, okay. Um you can only be playing like one game at a time or people can invite you can only invite one person at a time gotcha. if you pay 99 cents it's like free open all the way so it's it's fun i've been having fun but at first seriously it was so confusing and i've seen even on twitter <laughs> there's people um you know i have no idea what i'm doing on letterpress but i'm having fun <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm intrigued by this game now. I, I must try it. <laughs> All right. So, Steph, you're back. Um, Yay! You, you finished up Dawn Guard and Hearthfire. Um, and I asked, which one? So, Dawn Guard came out first, and was Hearthfire second? Yes. So and Hearthfire is really just a... I can't even really call it a DLC, oh. even though it technically is. But, uh, but yeah, Dawn Guard was the first one that uh, where you were the vampire. You mm-hmm. had the choice between playing right. the Dawn Guard, who were defenders against vampires, or you could play the vampire. Right. Uh, so I chose that. I started out playing both, and then the vampire just became more interesting, so I stuck with that. So I finally finished the game <clears throat> and actually undid it. So now I'm no longer a vampire. I, uh, How did you I, undo the, it? There's an actual there's a person that you can if you happen to talk to him he says you know I happen to know how you can get rid of this curse and not be a vampire anymore oh. and uh, I said oh really <laughs> so I saved that for the end after I defeated uh, the vampire who was trying to literally destroy the sun oh. so that the vampires could walk uh, you know in quote unquote daytime uh, without boiling <laughs> so once you I should have just that, gone and see the guy that you found. <laughs> well, then I, because I was enjoying the powers that came with it oh, gotcha, to, gotcha, gotcha. To, to fight him. Um, but uh, <laughs> so once I did that, I, I undid it because I have occasionally turned into a vampire in front of my husband or children, and that doesn't work out so well. Uh, yeah, so I remember, I remember you saying that last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Children? Yes, because that's the Hearthfire DLC, quote unquote. 
DLC. Oh, is that oh. where you make the yes the house and sim and the sim like things? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Sadly, it's not the making babies because that would have been fun, right? <laughs> like your character get pregnant and stuff. That would have been fun. Oh, no, oh, you God. adopt orphans. Not in real life. <laughs> oh. oh. So oh. the the Hearthfire DLC, I got it for four bucks. Okay, so and. Uh, Hey, if you're really into Skyrim and you really want to do this, spend your four Don't bucks. Don't they usually but... have like a collector's DLC bundle? Like for instance, with Borderlands, it was twenty nine bucks. You mm-hmm. get all four DLC when it comes out. It's a discounted price, basically. Do- yeah. Didn't Skyrim do something like that? I haven't seen Hearthfire be mm. part of any bundles yet. So, mm. but the, uh, the Hearthfire's the... all about just making bait or making babies. You making babies. Oh, <laughs> Making your family and stuff? That's really all it's about? That's pretty much it, yeah. you uh, It's about building a home and putting things in the home, <laughs> which include... It sounds like <laughs> Sims. So, so the, yeah, it's very Sims. Yeah. So the idea is uh, once you have this DLC installed, a courier will come up to you with a, with a letter saying, Hey, did you know you can adopt kids from the orphanage <laughs> over in Riften? <laughs> Like eh? it's like and wow, then- <laughs> it's it's like orphanage week during wow. Right, right. <laughs> two for one, come get them. So, uh, so you can also go to three of the major cities. <clears throat> Actually, they're not the major cities; they're the minor, medium. They're called medium cities. Um, and you can talk to the jarl who's in charge, who's in charge, and they, and rather than buying a house, they'll sell you a plot of land. Oh. And then when you go to that plot of land, there's there's like a building table with a drafting table on the side. And uh, that's how you build your house. You start with just a very small, basic one-room house. And then you expand that. And that that first room becomes like the the main hall or the entranceway to if you make your house monster big. So each of the locations has one thing that's different. Like one of them uh, lets me build a topiary with um, uh, no, an apiary where I can have bees. Uh, one lets me build a fishing thing. Uh, so, but but for for the most part, they are exactly the same. Like hmm. you just choose how you want to. Like I want a tower on the east wing, and I want uh, rooms on the. It sounds tedious. Wing and- <laughs> <laughs> it does. That's it what was I was like, just thinking. Right? I'm like, yeah. that doesn't sound like a lot of. Fun. It wasn't. You could at least kill wasn't. rats or something. It wasn't, but I loved it. <laughs> it was. It was something you kind of in, it went through. You just kind of did it, and then and when my house was done, I was like, okay, so the house is done, but there's literally nothing inside. I mean, You're like, not- I've already invested a thousand hours into this game. Yeah, What's right? ten more? <laughs> So, well, you're supposed to fill it with kids. So, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so once I built a, and and you don't have to build these houses. Yeah. You can adopt the kids if and into your regular homes because I had a home in every house in every major town. Um, and I tried that with uh, Solitude. Right? I, I went to the Jarl's Solitude and I said, "Hey, I want to adopt kids. Can you put a build a children's room?" And I said, "Done." I didn't have to build anything. But it just I paid money and they that's did my it. mode. I was like, done. So then I went to Riften, and, and the, the first one I adopted was a girl. And they're so sweet. They're all like, you, you, you adopt me? Really? And I was all like, okay, settle down now. <laughs> and then and <laughs> I was about me. to leave. Okay. And then one of the other kids was like, yeah, I'd really like a family, too. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. All right. You feed one, you get 20. <laughs> so I, 
boy and a girl. <laughs> so do you just have this room on the back of your house and it's got a bunch of kids just in it? I mean, what do they do? Do they do you have to feed them or <laughs> yes, the weird thing is you can uh, you can tell them to go do their chores. You can play with them. You can play hide and seek or tag with them. Um, you can give oh, them gifts, cute. obviously. Uh, they'll just come up randomly and and talk to you and uh, and I haven't ex- experienced it yet, but they will occasionally bring animals home and say, yeah. <laughs> "I have not had that happen yet." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, it's random. Like I'm this big adventurer who literally can summon dragons from the sky, and now I have kids saying, "Will you play hide and seek with me?" I'm like, <laughs> all right then. It can we keep them, so Mama? Odd. It just really. That just was odd. What's so weird to me is that my husband, Farkas, who's been with me since the beginning, literally has no interaction with this at all. He's like, well, should I ask him if you want kids? (laughs) Nothing. When we have the kids, he makes no interaction with them, does not reference them at all. And I'm like, is it just me? Am I a single parent at this point? But when we move, because I've tried it. But everybody goes. Oh, everybody funny. comes. The kids come. I'm like, okay, we're, we're a family unit, I guess. But yeah, he literally does not interact with them at all. So, are you? But one of the cool things I did like was um, once you have your house established, you can take you know those those uh, when you when you become uh, highly thought of in an area, you can become a you get a, a thane, you become a thane mm-hmm. ship, whatever in that town, and then they send a companion to help you. Right? That's how Lydia came to be, the first one. So I have those in every city. Once you have this new house built, you can make one of those things be your steward of that house. And they take care of the house while you're gone. And they can hire uh, a, a carriage and they can hire a bard. So I literally have a bard sitting in my house playing music the whole time. I'm like, that's kind of cool. But that's that's I much. guess. If you want to be you're really into this around. game. You're really into this game. I'm curious. Tell me how many hours you've played. Just tell me. You don't want to know. I do want to know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> is it is it more than a hundred? Yes, it is, is more it, than hundred. Is it more than five hundred? No. Okay. I've heavens. No. <laughs> oh, you say that like You're like, oh my god, what are you talking about? After you in detail tell me like <laughs> if you want to play house, this is it. Although yeah. it's very limited version of house. You know, because like I said, only certain people interact with you. So <laughs> all right, let's it. keep this show moving. Um all right. Uh, I will just say that I did play Civ Five Gods and Kings, thanks hmm. to a uh, lister of the final score sent me the Gods and Kings expansion, Deep Blue. So thank you. I don't know if you listen to the show, but he, he revitalized my love of Civ Five by giving me uh, this DLC. And it's awesome. It's so awesome because you get spies and you can send spies out. And it just right. the game. Oh, I just love Civ Five. I went back to it going, oh, I haven't played Civilization in a long time. Maybe I should. Oh, the Gods and Kings expansion is awesome. Because, yeah, it's just, it's really cool. I played Mayan, a Mayan king. And so the whole 2012, uh, there was, yeah. like, I got all kinds of cool p- bonuses for that. So it was really fun. So, and, and then you also do, they integrated faith into, so you want to um, establish a religion and then, like, preach your religion. <laughs> 
across the world. So it's it was really fun, and I'm going to play it some more. But I, I played two games so far, and that usually equals about you know twelve plus hours. Yeah, yeah. from a game. Five. So Civ Five, what three hours have gone by? Okay. So yeah, Civ Five is still one of my favorite games. That's out on uh, all the platforms, right? Yeah, it's out. On, uh, well, no, it's only PS3 or PC. PC. Oh, it's on Mac, but it's oh, not. Okay. It's not a. It's not a console. It's definitely not a console. Oh, okay. so it's PC or Mac. All right, gotcha. Um, it's Very also cool. it's also on on Live if you are a subscriber to On Live. All right, so let's keep moving on. We got a few iPhone bargain buy type games. We were talking about Borderlands Two at the top of the show, and on October I think thirty first, Borderlands Legends HD came out um, for four ninety nine on the iPhone and six ninety nine on the iPad. It seems a little high mm-hmm. for an iOS kind of game, and. Yes. Um, I will just say that the first review of this game is probably spot on. It's not getting great reviews. I'm not. No, I, I'm playing, it's not. So I'm playing it. I bought it. I bought it for the iPad. Um, and really what it is is it's a top down. And you're playing the four first characters from Borderlands 1. So you're mm-hmm. uh, Mal- uh, what is it? Mordecai. Mo- Mordecai. 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 I was going to say Malachi. I'm like, oh, children mm-hmm. of the corn. Um, Lilith. Lilith. Rollin and Brick. So those are your four characters, and you play all four at the same time. And it's a top-down kind of tower defense without mm-hmm. the tower kind of yeah, game. Yeah, without the tower. You're basically surviving. So you got the skags coming, and you can heal each other. It's it's all right if you like Borderlands. You like the story. I, mean, I don't know if if you're thinking it's going to be Borderlands or Borderlands Two. Mm. You're going to be sorely disappointed, like a lot of the reviewers. But there are, I'm seeing either people hate it or people love it. So if you like that kind of, you know, look at the screenshots, te- you know, if you're interested in it, give it a shot, give it a try. So um, would you would you um, say that it's worth six ninety nine, or would no, you wait until it goes on sale? I would wait till it goes on sale. I bet you it goes okay. on sale around the holidays. I would, I would have to imagine. Um, there's another tower defense game out there for free, though called Clash of the Clans. Mm. And that's a little fun game. I was playing it. Um, you, you're you basically protecting your town from the orcs. And then, of course, you send your magi- magicians off um, to then try to defeat them. But it's kind of, you either, you're either defending or you're attacking. You're not necessarily doing both at the same time, like most kind of power defense type games are it's like <laughs> i gotta multitask right so right um clash of the clans is for free as well as one that i'm just going to mention uh beaver's revenge um <laughs> it's so silly it's so silly <laughs> okay <laughs> Do you remember a cartoon called Angry Beavers? Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. So Beaver's Revenge is Angry Birds with beavers oh. and fishes. <laughs> So you take you take the fish in the beaver's tail, and you sling it over to um, the other side. And there's you, there's lumberjacks on the other side that you're trying to kill. Lumberjacks. It's so with silly. Fish with fish. By beavers. And then you got a little audience of mice that when you finally do defeat them, they turn around, and go hee hee hee, and <laughs> it's so stupid. But it's free. Why not? If you're, it, hey, looks, right. it looks cute. It's I cute. Mean, it's, it's silly. It's whatever. Yeah. It's hard. I will tell you, it's hard to get those three stars on ah. this game. Right. So, 
Ralph, there's your challenge, Mr. Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's try Beaver's revenge. Don't tell Ralph. Oh, all right. Keep on. MMO talk. MMO. Yay. So I finally started my panda. Yay. I'm kind of bummed because I missed the whole Halloween event and wow, but I got, I was playing other stuff. It it was the same old thing. Nothing changed. Nothing's different. Nothing is different. I'm like, I was kind of disappointed. No new costumes or anything like that. That's lame. Lame. Yeah, but you hit ninety. I hit ninety. Yes, congrats! (laughs) This is the only tune I've been playing. I hit ninety, and I got to start my farm. So much like you know, being domesticated in Skyrim, you're domesticated (laughs) in WoW too, and so you're farming and you're farming. So you first get a plot of land with four, four little plots, and as you gain rep with this faction. You can, you can get more and more, and I think you can get up to 16. And it's really good because they have these motes of spirit, which are a crafting item, and they're soul-bound, so, and they're used for everything. And so, pe- you know, it's a, something that you have to have, but they're hard to get. But eventually, you can start growing those, or growing something that will give you motes of spirit. And then you can make a, a spirit thingy, whatever. Boats. So it's, it's good. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but it's also, you're growing all the, um, all the cooking ingredients for your food and stuff. Oh. And the food is just expanded. Now you, you can do pots. You can do skillets. You can bake stuff. You can, I mean, it's the, it, the, the cooking has gone. Sounds like a game right. within a game. But it's, but it's still yeah, really. There's still only one food that's the best, right? I mean, there's always that's always been the case. I could make I can I have a list of a hundred things of food, but I'm only ever making the one that I use for rating, right? Oh no, it's no? different. Yep, it's <laughs> I'm, like, so as he, I'm playing my mage, so I. I, I mean, what's your mage? Um, what's my? Are mage? you troll or what's? Oh no, the... I'm a blood elf. Oh, blood so elf. you're like a cooking blood elf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, she should have a servant <laughs> I don't cook great <laughs> you gave me your best effort <laughs> I go get a pot because the pots make intellect food okay. so you know I'm I'm stirring the pot you know but there's other yes, ones are. <laughs> there are feasts you know, that are used sure. for rating but it's the same, you know, you can get these maybe better pots mm-hmm. that you, so it's, they've, they've really mixed up the food thing a lot more. And seriously, it, it is a game within a game now. The, the whole cooking and the farm and everything, it's crazy. Oh, cool. It is super crazy. So basically, and then pet battles, between pet battles and the farm, it's, it, it is a whole different game. Those mm. are the two complete games within a game oh wow so. oh, cool well you see i'm that's what i'm worried about uh getting into my panda and, and whatnot i need to i gotta be prepared to be sucked back in <laughs> so right all right and then of course rift beta mm-hmm. is in full swing what's up what's going on with rift uh well they're uh, they're having a uh, different uh, levels of uh beta so this weekend is uh 
the third level because obviously they're getting close to release. Uh, November 13th is the release date. And uh, this week I tried the Dimensions, which is housing. Uh, there's player housing and guild housing. Now, since I'm in beta, I couldn't do the guild housing because obviously we don't have a guild there. Mm-hmm. But I liked that I could make a character and instantly become level 50 and then just go mm-hmm. and, uh, and buy uh, my my mention my house so how do you get in the uh, beta do you have to get an invite i'm, I'm assuming yeah. okay mm-hmm. and right. if you if you pre-order the expansion they'll give you obviously access to that as well gotcha so the, with the first one the the basic one it's it's a it's a nice little hilltop on the starter area and uh it's your house so you can literally put anything anywhere that you want uh they give you a little starter pack to, to show you you know like a little bench and a mm-hmm. chair and bush and stuff like that and you can place them and move them and position them anywhere and so i'm really intrigued by the idea that um that not only can you build it but you can then invite people you can go see what other people have done you can get either locations or decorations from doing quests or from killing certain bosses and uh, i'm I'm dying to see how the guild housing uh, rolls out because oh i can't wait (laughs) so basically this is this is what I'm hearing, that um, all these games are pretty much trying to domesticate you. Yes. Between They're saying, hey, you know all that stuff you hate to do <laughs> in your own house? You Let's really do like it. it. <laughs> Online. No. I don't really want to cook, but here, do it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, they pretty much are trying to simulate real life. Uh, no thanks. I got enough of that at, in real life. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep this show moving because I'm gonna. I got a hungry baby. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, for some internet news, uh, we have a friend of the show, Eve Park. Uh, she sent me an email, and she's actually working on um, a pretty cool game. We were. I was just talking about Civ Five. Um, she's working on a sim game called Alpha Colony, and we're go- I'm going to put the link in the show notes, and they're doing a Kickstarter for it right now, um, and it's basically um, just a kind of family-friendly uh, building and training sim game for the PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, and Android. So if you are interested in checking out a new type of sim game, if you like sim games, um, if you like Civ or Words with Friends, uh, some of the other ones they said, Settlers of Catan, I'm not familiar with that one, or Mule. It's a board game. Oh, yeah, okay. I love it. You'll love <laughs> Although Alpha Although I'm not bad at it. <laughs> so check out their Kickstarter um, it, you can actually back it and you get a f- the full digital version of the game when it comes out. Um, so, and there's some other, you know, of course the tiers and all that. So check it out and, uh, yeah, good luck to Eve and the crew over there at Alpha Colony. Colony. Nice. And let's see, we got some emails. Uh, so Dan, Dan wrote us and said, Dear ladies, well, after seven plus years of World of Warcraft, I can safely say I have kicked the habit. I have been off of WoW for more than four months and I will not be going back. Oh, wow. A long time ago, I signed up for the WoW Visa card. Uh, it was a great 
at the time, but now I'm done with the card and the points. However, I still have enough points to return, redeem two free months. And I'm donating them to the show. Feel free to Yay. give them away or just use them. Um, so thanks for the outstanding podcast. Dan, you are awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. We are going to give so those to, to the listeners of the show. And Yay. the way we're going to do that is, um, so today is Sunday... November 4th, I should have this up posted by tomorrow, Monday. Um, so between um, this episode and the next episode, which is episode, what are we, 60? Yeah, 60. Um, mm-hmm. You know, write to us on either Twitter, which is ladieselite.com. So just at ladieselite.com and tell us that, you know, you want to be entered in for the uh, wow time. Or go to our Facebook page and tell us there as well. You can go to facebook.com slash ladieselite. And leave, leave us a comment there. Um, we will be um, picking one from each. So we have two months. So we'll do one for Twitter, one from Facebook. Tell us that you want the time. Um, I don't know. What do we want to? You want to? Twitter's kind of short, but yeah. tell us what you do. You know, are you alliance horde? What's your character? Do you like yeah. farming? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> get, a, get a free month of WoW from Dan and Lazy and that's how we're going to do it. So, and we'll we'll announce. Yeah, yeah, we'll announce the uh, winners on the next show. Um, so, okay, we got two more emails. Uh, this one's from Heidi. Hey, ladies, I found you your podcast from the morning stream. I love hearing that I'm not alone on being a true lady gamer. I haven't listened to all of them yet, working my way through the beginning, but a good gaming site is shockwave.com. You can buy individual games or get a yearly subscription and play as many as you want. They have lots of... Uh, lots of hide and find games and time management. Ooh, hello. Ooh, yes. Shockwave. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Heidi, I think I'm going to have to I, check Yeah, I think out. I've gone to, I, I, I think I have played this. It's kind of like um, Big Fish. Oh, okay. You mm-hmm. know, and, and those, yeah, yeah. They, they have those type of games on it. So yeah, I really, I really like those kind of sites. Speaking fights. of Big Fish, uh, we are now an affiliate of Big Fish, and uh, nice. if you ever want to sign up for Big Fish, they have a great monthly program where you can yes. pay and get credits and all that stuff. If you go to ladiesofleet.com and on the on the right-hand side, there's a banner for Big Fish. Um, if you click on it and sign up, we get a little small commission for it. So yeah. if you're looking to help out the show and you're interested in Big Fish anyway, there you go. Um, Big Fish has some great oh, I know. Games. They really have yeah, some high-quality I always get the... Uh, yeah, we get announcements um, that, you know, 99-cent deal and things like that. I'll, I'll post every once in a while to Twitter. So I love those types of games. And then finally, we have an email from Rabbik. Um I believe it's a he. Uh, don't forget to mention and try the best value in video gaming today, the Black Mesa mod for PC. This is the first two-thirds of the original... I think I'm reading that. This is the first two-thirds of the original Half-Life game done over using Valve Source, Valve Source engines that was used for Half-Life 3. It's Very it's cool. a, it's <laughs> damn fun and totally free. So check it out. I don't think cool. we ever mentioned it on this show, so thanks for that, Rabbit. Yeah. Um, There you go. All right. I think that is our show. Anything else? Anything I'm missing? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, what well, we we might have any kind of games coming up. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple games. For me, it's up. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. The, okay. All right. So and we'll and I should note talk the about one bonus that I got from Hearthfire, the DLC. Shadow Mirror came back. 
So oh, I got my horse. Nice. Yay! <laughs> I was literally just walking around in in a tower. Somebody was shooting at me. I walk in. There's the horse trying to kill the guy Aww. that's shooting at me. I'm like, yes. Yay! Ah! Got your horse back. <laughs> All right, so let's close this show up. (laughs) Stephanie, can you tell the lovely listeners how they can get a hold of us? Absolutely. Well, there's the website, ladiesofleet.com. There is the email, ladiesofleet at gmail.com. And, of course, we're all on Twitter. Uh, Nicole is Nicole Spag. Uh, Kim is just Kim Molly, J-U-S-T-K-I-M-O-L-L-Y. And myself is X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1. Awesome. Well, thank you again, everyone, for listening. And we will be back in two weeks. We're talking about Assassin's Creed 3 a little bit more in depth. Probably. And uh, anything else? Maybe Kim will uh, download uh, the Assassin's Creed one. Oh, well, I'm (laughs) hoping she finished Borderlands. That too. Maybe we'll do a spoiler episode. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. We should do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. All right, guys. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!